All right, and welcome to another episode of Empire. I'm Pete Barenberg. Again, I'm here with my good friend, and by now, hopefully your friend at least, <laughs> Nick Francesco, CEO of Pure Well. What's going on, Pete? I always love your intros. I don't know what to expect with them. Good. I'm going to keep getting you with them. <laughs> So um, we have a real we have a real good story today. We have somebody that is uh, full of determination, inspiration. Um, just someone that I met a couple months ago at uh, an athletics and cannabis we, convention. We met. We met. I, that we, I'm sorry that we met. That we well, met. and um, yeah, well, you want to start over on that? Let's start over on that. <laughs> No, you um, and uh, and I, I, I'm just actually really excited to have her on. So why don't you tell them everybody about who we have on today and why she's so special? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you something impressive. Uh, actually, we're talking about someone who remembers Isaiah encountering some big bright light through a windshield. And unfortunately, afterward, two angels telling her that it was not your time. And that was only at the age of seven. This person is staying a L2 spinal injury i believe and it ended up paralyzing her from the waist down this didn't stop anything from now a world-class athlete we were speaking with caitlin van der Voof, right it's close enough how you doing caitlin i'm doing awesome how are you we were we were going through that caitlin how to say your last name i should have brought that up it's okay it's a it's a, a tongue twister it's really not it's actually just very german it's verfurth <laughs> Wow. And um, when we came Dude, to America, we, you know, like in German, they have the U with the, well, I don't know what that's called, with the two dots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I think. So we got rid of that when we came here because it's not American. So now it's Verfurth. It used to be Verfurth or something like that. And do you guys know what Verfurth means? No. Die. It does. Okay. So I was playing a tournament in Austria and I was checking in uh, to get on the court. And the umpire comes up and she goes, I'm chairing your match and I wanted to check your last name. And I go, okay. And so she goes, how do I say? And I said, for first. And she goes, she starts laughing. And I'm like, what? And she I, she says, say it again. I said, for first. And I go, why are you laughing? What's so funny? And she goes, do you know what your name means in German? And I said, no. Um, it means to seduce in a really cute way. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if that's the truth, but I've, I have checked it with some other sources, and, and that is the truth. I have a German last name, too, and I had some German exchange student have to tell me that it wasn't as cool as that, but it was some kind of, because uh, it's Barenberg, cool. you know, but it's got the H and the U, and I guess we dropped the Unlots at some point, too, yeah. but we had, uh, I guess, you know, kind of like a governor of land, you know, some yeah. point. Yeah. That's about as good as our castle. So maybe there's a castle. I mean, would I rather own a castle or be seductive? I don't know. I'm going to say. What were we going to say? I mean, you can seduce someone with a castle. There's always a castle in my family. There's always a castle involved, right? I'm going to tell you, either one is awesome. So, um, so look at that. We got a little German lineage going back and a little, a little bonding over that. So, um, now they know I'm not official, so I can't be. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so, I don't know what he does. Only him. So for everybody to know, I mean, we're, we're talking about someone that's competed in four of the Paralympic elite, uh, games, uh, three of those in tennis, which was mm-hmm. something we got to talk about because that's amazing in itself. And in 2021, you competed in your fourth paddling um, of a 200 meter para canoe, right? Yeah. So that that's pretty amazing. But um, you know, we've seen athletes like Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, Michael Jordan. They've competed in multiple sports. So talk to me about what it means to you to be successful. You know, so successful in that one, and then having to to kind of make a jump to another, you know, another yeah. category. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. Going from wheelchair tennis, which is very similar there, just for the people out there that don't know anything about wheelchair tennis, wheelchair tennis and tennis are the same things. The only difference is you sit versus standing, but I hit the ball the same way. We hit with topspin. We have, you know, slice, whatever. Um, but the only biggest rule difference is the wheelchair players allowed two bounces. And so that's what kind of levels the playing field. And so really, honestly, guys, the only reason why I started playing wheelchair tennis was because when I got to high school, I wanted to be like everybody else. I wanted to be like my friends. I actually really wanted that stupid Leatherman's jacket. With the, <laughs> right? Well, we all know, of course. <laughs> so um, wheelchair tennis was actually the sport that got me there. So I played on my high school team. Um, I competed against all the other schools, just like I've made varsity. We weren't like the greatest team. We were kind of like the bad news bears, but um, <laughs> we, we played and, um, and that's where I kind of got my start in tennis. And then once I kind of graduated high school, I, I, in that last year, I made like a junior, a junior national team and I got to travel, you know, over to Europe and play one of our big tournaments in Switzerland. And I was like, this is really cool. Um, and then I learned about this tour and I was like, how do I do this? I gotta, this is, this is what I gotta do. So, um, then I started playing like kind of professionally. I got some really big sponsors to back me and, um, the USTA also helped a lot with travel and, um, I was able to pretty much, uh, win enough prize money to be able to travel the world and play tennis. And, um, I did that for about almost 20 years. It's it's, so, it's amazing. So it is. Really, to switch to go from tennis, which is you know those matches. I don't know if you guys watched any of the U.S. Open recently, but like some matches oh, yeah. can last four hours, five hours. Um, where I'm going to a, a new sport, sprint, and that's like you got to beat it in under a minute, right? Right. So, right. um, so like big big flip there. Um, and really just figuring out how to train and how to get out on the water and get in my boat by myself was kind of like a, a little bit of a hindrance in the beginning to be able to train because in this sport, um, a lot of people relied on their coaches or their trainers to get their boat on the water. Like it, it's a, it's a 17 foot long boat and it's skinny and it's narrow. And yeah, I'm in a person in, I'm a person in a wheelchair. Like, how am I going to carry that? So I rigged up this little system. I had this little cart with wheels and I put the boat in my lap and I would push it right down to the, the water and wow. I would do a workout like and a I'd red put it back on the cart and I'd go back up the ramp and I'd put it back. And, um, once I figured that out, then I was like, okay, I can do this. However, I felt like going into Tokyo, I just didn't have enough time. And by the time I got into the sport, um, I just, you know, competing at that level with the top. Um, I think I came in seventh and I was actually just stoked not to flip. 
<laughs> if you flip, you're disqualified. You're it's over. First of all, I think it might be a lot more. Yeah, than I was going to say that's like my absolute fear of all fears. I mean, I scuba dive. I do to be stuck, especially like red white water rafting. When I see the guys in the canoes, right, oh, and yeah. they they flip, I'm like, yeah. that's a death sentence to me, because you're you're locked in. I mean, you're you're in. That canoe, you're, I mean, that's insane. You're in for the you're ride. Upside yeah. down. You're in for the ride. And how do you flip? I mean, that's just, to me, that's like one of the scariest things to think of. You just, you just go with the flow. You just go with the flow of the river, whatever. You don't fight it because if you fight it, it's only going to make it worse. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but you have to be able to flip yourself course. over. And so what I'm saying is. is yeah, so. I, I didn't do, that's called slalom. That was not, I didn't do slalom. Okay. They won't even let, I don't think they'll ever let us do slalom. Because right, yeah. You're going to put a person in a wheelchair and then strap into the boat. and then That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I was thinking, right? That was like, Jesus. That was no, we, we just did flat water, 200 meters. Um, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it. So okay. you had to break under, even to just like be up there with the top is under a minute. Um, wow. Now, do you do any kind of like emergency training just yeah. in case you do yeah. flip and oh. how to get out of that? I'm sure. Yeah. So in order to even um, do a race or compete, you had to like go in front of the judges and they would have to, you would flip yourself on purpose to show that if you did flip, you could get yourself back in the boat. But, like, right. Okay. Always before a race, like that's always the first things that like, those are my biggest worries. Am I going to flip? I just don't want to flip. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And I mean, if, it's like every mama turtle that just wants to make sure their kid's okay before they go out yeah. and play. Let me just see you flip over. Just flip over one time. Yeah. All right, you can go out. Um, so, that was a great um, the very visual. On that is fantastic. Okay. That's that so, an awesome visual. So, um, so with that, I love that. So with that, um, I actually retired from playing uh, wheelchair tennis. Uh, after the Paralympics in 2016, and I really, I really wanted to give back to the sport because the sport's given me so much. It's taken me around the world, and so, and um, right when I came back, I went and I got my teaching cert, and you know, I taught tennis, and I still teach tennis, and and Flagstaff, right? Flagstaff uh, High no. School? No. Well, I did that. Yeah, I, yeah. when we lived up there, I taught um, at the high school at Flag High. I taught the girls team for about nine years, and then. Um, and then I moved down, we moved down here to Phoenix and now I work for a really cool nonprofit called Ability360 and basically Ability, uh, I work at the Sports and Fitness Center and basically we help folks that have maybe had a, like a spinal injury, like a spinal cord injury, a stroke, a traumatic brain injury, um, anything kind of like that, um, or maybe people that are uh, on the spectrum or have, um, Down syndrome or something like that. So we help folks. Um, get involved in um, sports and adaptive, really adaptive sports. So I, I get the Great. coolest job of being Very able to great. put someone in their first sports chair for the first time um, to be able to show them what wheelchair basketball is, what wheelchair tennis is. Um, and so I'm a rec therapist here at Ability. And um, and then I also run our outdoor coordin- uh I do our outdoors. So um, I know that Nick, you've been trying to get a hold of me like for 15 days and I was down <laughs> in the Colorado river. We took about 12 folks with like varying disabilities, um, and a lot of volunteers. We needed a lot of help and we did 226 miles, 86 rapids. Um, it was 11 day trip and every night was a different campsite and no cell phone, no connection. Like you are out, you know, there's, there's no way to, to get help or really anything. 
Um, and we, we did those rapids and, um, we had a really good time. It was pretty awesome, but, um, it's really cool, uh, to be able to be able to share those experiences with others and also be able to show people that, you know, maybe because you had an accident or this has happened to you, like your life's not over. It, it only can get better. And I think people just need to realize like they might have to do something a little bit differently, but I think the world's my oyster. I don't, I really don't believe there's anything I can't do except for I can't walk. So, um, but it's really cool to be able to, to show people like you can do this, you know, the yeah. world, your well, life's we not can't over. kayak, we can't play tennis, we can't do a lot of these other things. So. People, some people don't want to get out of bed. Like when you see Caitlin, Caitlin is in phenomenal shape, phenomenal shape. What, do you like, are you like the turtle trying to get out of bed? Right, 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 right. Are you allowed to right. You're allowed to get I'm out there. I played a couple sports in my day. All right. I'm just saying. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I just think that sports do so much for so many people. It, it does teach you as a child and growing up, you know, obviously it teaches you social, right? You know, being on a team and all that. But I really feel it teaches you that determination that drive, you know, what does it take to win? What does it take to get my body prepared? You know, everything that it takes, you know, I have teammates that rely on me or by your own or your own, you know, there's a, maybe you play golf and it's just on you, but, but you know what I'm saying? But like most of the time you have a teammate or you have somebody that's relying on you and, um, and yeah, and it helps with you getting your mind right. And I think it helped a lot of kids keeping out of trouble, truthfully. I mean, that was a huge thing. I know that it definitely kept me out of trouble for sure. Because now everybody's going to say, well, we're talking about all this different stuff and it's amazing for Caitlin, but how does this tie in to cannabis and hemp? And so I met Caitlin at, and we met Caitlin at a, um, uh, um, a cannabis and athletics uh, convention and a lot of amazing people. Actually, Kevin was on uh, on our show as well. And, and we met Caitlin and Caitlin was telling us a little bit about how she got into cannabis. But tell us everybody, how did you get into cannabis? Because it was an amazing story on how you transitioned in that first initial uh, introduction. When I retired from, when I said I wanted to retire, I thought I was really going to retire after 2016. I didn't know I was going to go do canoe and kayak. Um, but when I, I had been taking um, seven different medications, and I've been basically taking these meds for since I was seven, since I had my car accident. And, um, you know, I think as I got older, some other little, like, um, secondary issues would pop up just due to having a spinal cord injury. Um, and so I was like, after Rio, I went back and I told my husband, I was like, you know what? Um, people have been talking about medical marijuana and I think, um, I think I want to get my card and just see, just see what this does. Like, I don't know if it's going to work, if it's not, who knows. Right. So I like to give everything a shot. And so, um, I remember I went to my first dispensary and, um, I got a, uh, or my friend did cause I couldn't yet. Right. Um, in Arizona, it was only medical and she brought me this chocolate bar and um, I went home and like, I only really wanted to test it at night, like right before I went to bed and just to see if that would help me fall asleep better or whatever. And um, I had the best sleep of my life. Um, I 
So one thing that comes along with spinal cord injuries is um, I lost a lot. Most people will lose the, the you, I lost control of my bowel and bladder. So um, I have to do like a bowel program every day to go to the bathroom. I know I'm being really open. And then. So no, no. It's, it's, people need to know like what goes on. Um, and yeah. then to go, to go pee, like I have to use a catheter. I use a um, um, a, like a little stick and I insert it every day. And, um, as you get older and living with a spinal cord injury, your bladder, um, maybe comes, it starts to leak more. Um, just those muscles aren't there, so they're not working as well. And so I was like starting, starting to experience, like I was having incontinence and leaking and I was just getting really frustrated. And that's why I was really taking a lot of meds. So that night that I took that chocolate bar, I woke up, I never got up to go pee. I woke up dry. I woke up like with a really good sleep. And then like, I kind of started doing it every single night just to see. And I noticed I didn't have to wake up to go to the bathroom. Um, and I just like, wasn't leaking anymore. And I was like, well, that's weird. Um, so then I started working with a naturopath and I was kind of telling her what I was doing. And, and she kind of explained to me just, you know, uh, how medical marijuana or marijuana in general can be really good for muscle spasms. And so um, I noticed, too, that my legs weren't spasming as much either. And but basically what what I kind of figured out or what we, we figured out together was like my bladder wasn't spasming anymore, which is really cool. So yeah, wow. um, then like um, whatever dose, I don't really know. I kind of messed around with like kind of micro dosing and then or, you know, taking a certain amount and just kind of seeing. But it started to like trickle over into the day. So then, like, now hold on, not to stop you for a second. But you're talking about edibles, right? Yeah. You're doing a lot of this as edibles. Only okay. edibles in the beginning, because I, I like right. it was new, and I was like, I don't want to smoke, and I, you know, I'm an. You addict. want to know the exact milligram or yeah. what was helping you, and okay, yeah, yeah and go I ahead. really wanted to know like what. So then, um, I started taking a little bit more, and then I noticed like it would start to trickle into the day, and like I could hold. I could hold my, you know, my bladder longer. I could make it to the bathroom. I wasn't leaking. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is really cool. Um, and the medications I was taking like four just to stop my bladder from like leaking and spasming and like all this stuff. So like, um, and I was getting like really bad side effects. Like I had super bad dry mouth and like my eyes were dry. I had an upset stomach a lot. I was just not really happy. I didn't feel good inside. And so my naturopath and I came up with a plan and our goal was to get off the medication. So we slowly, you know, over time, still using edibles at this point, um, we slowly started to like get rid of one med and then another and then another. And then um, I became more open to um, consuming different ways. And so, you know, I did a lot of research before I, I really started to smoke, but um, one of the ways that I like to use is like a, it's like a convection oven. It's like a little, I use just, you know, the dry, the herb, and then you just put it in. And um, I only, you know, cook it at 370. So I know. Yeah, it's a vape. It's a what? vape. It's a vape. It's okay. It's, it's just a convection oven. I'm making muffins. I've got some bread breaking in the background. <laughs> I, mean, I usually air air fry, but I mean, but I convection oven. That's. Just... <laughs> Greg would turn it up to like 500 or whatever. I don't know. Right. But, but no, yeah. well, okay. So that's how my friend explained it to me the first time because. Yeah, no, I, it is. It's like a little convention of it. It, it is. It's just, it's, yeah, like, it's a vaporizer. I was like, I'm not smoking. Like, I don't, I don't want to put this in my lungs. Like, I just didn't feel comfortable. So she explained it to me like that. And that made me feel in my head like, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, no, no, and she's absolutely right. It's actually one of the the best ways to smoke. Um, and and when you have a low temperature, it actually releases terpenes and other things at different rates. So when he's turning it up to five hundred, yeah, that's going to make you feel very heady, yeah. and uh, and you're going to feel much more of that THC high feeling. But when you're doing it a low temp, it kind of helps you. Uh, feel more of the body hot, the, the anti-inflammatory effects, yeah. things like that. And, and I don't know if people know that and something we should really talk about more on the show, but, and it tastes way better. And you don't have that carcinogen of that smoke because you're literally getting why it was called a vaporizer, the vape, the, the vaporizer, the, the little bit of the moisture that is coming out of the plant as well. So that's why it's called a vaporizer. But go ahead. But go ahead. Yeah. And I, like, I didn't know any of that stuff. And like, you know, if you use a flame, like you lose all of, I feel like you, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. But you, you lose a lot of the medicinal value of the plant. Yeah, because you're, you're burning a lot. I mean, it's definitely worse for you because, yeah. you know, you have a lot more considerations. But yeah, you're burning a lot of that terpene profile and all those other great things that are in the plant by starting low and slow. And that's why like dabbing is great and all. And, but really, if you want to have a total body feeling, Mm -hmm. I mean, true body, then you want to start very, very low and you're going to feel like there's no smoke coming on at all. Like nothing. You're going to be like, I'm not blowing anything out. Nothing. You're not getting anything, but you really are. That's true vapor. And then as you start to add that heat to it, you'll start to get those other effects. And you should do that in succession, right? So you start yeah. at really low. And then as you continue to, to in the same session, yeah. as you start to heat it up, and then you also conserve your flower as well because you're utilizing everything that it has in it. You told, yeah. It's, yeah. So I think we started at like 100 or 150 yeah. and then kind of built up there. So um, for me and what my body likes, because I've noticed now I've been, um, I've been using medical marijuana since 2016 and I, you know, use it every single night basically. And I've noticed like my inflammation's gone down. Um, I don't like my joints don't hurt. Um, I have, I'm like way more clear minded. I used, that was the other thing. Uh, as a kid, I had ADHD and you know, that was the other medication I was on. I was on Adderall and I was on, um, like a Lexapro, like some kind of antidepressant. I don't, I don't take those anymore because I found that, um, for whatever reason, even if I did a CBD gummy or a CBG gummy, um, I have way more focus and I get I just more dialed in than when I was taking um, the other medication. And like Adderall used to make me feel like I was like grinding my teeth and like, ah, like I felt like I had to go. And yeah, it's a speed. It's synthetic, it's synthetic method. It's, yeah. it's what it is. So let's talk about this. Now you said gummies. Now, so you came up, we yeah. talked and I said, you've got to try Pure. Well, you were telling me all the different things and you said, even though you're doing all this stuff and you said it was helping, it still maybe wasn't giving you exactly what you're looking for because you're still having some pain and things like mm-hmm. that. And you tried pure leaf, right? Yeah. So tell, obviously, you know, tell us a little bit about that experience and, and how you felt on pure leaf. Obviously pure leaf is our anti-inflammatory uh, gummy that we have. Um, but, but tell everybody what that made you feel like and, and how that was a little different. Yeah. So, um, I didn't start taking them until I came back from Florida because I really I wanted to see and I I took the chance because I was like I really need to know what this feels like and I took the chance and I took it like in the morning when I woke up because um, I just wanted to see like what it would be like during the day and it wasn't a day that I was going to work it was a Sunday I think and so I took it 
And I think it took maybe 20 minutes to maybe 20, 25, 30 minutes to, for it to come into full effect. And then all of a sudden, um, I noticed that the colors got brighter. I noticed that my head felt clearer. All the anxiety that I was feeling kind of just melted away almost. And yet I had a very clear, a very clear head. So I didn't feel like I took anything or I was, um, you know, disorientated. Um, I think that day I went and I did a workout and it was probably the best workout I ever had. Um, and then I was taking, I only bought a few, like, so I was taking one every day and I noticed each and every day, like my body started to just feel better. The inflammation was going down. Um, my low back pain wasn't, wasn't bothering me anymore. My muscle spasms, they weren't happening. Um, you know, just, I didn't have to go to the bathroom as much either. Um, and so I felt, um, I, if I regulated this, you know, maybe one in the morning, one in the evening, um, I, I feel like my body could could be pain free for, for the rest of my life, which is pretty exciting. Um, and I guess what to me was the biggest thing was cause I've taken a lot of other gummies and you still have that like in your head kind of, um, you feel like you're a little dopey or you're a little tired. And with, with pure well, I didn't feel that at all. And that, that was the coolest thing. Cause I started, I took it before work and I was getting a lot more work done and, um, I just was, communicating better and I just I felt I feel physically and mentally better um, I, I have a feeling that you know uh, she's not gonna have to worry about buying it anytime soon is that that's what I that's what I that's what I I, I think that just solidified that uh, you will not be buying it for a long time <laughs> um, because we are definitely gonna be no but and that is so powerful right because we worked so hard for that and 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 we try to tell people like you know obviously the quality of the product but they keep saying like every time that you know someone's talking like cbd i've taken it before it doesn't work for me and or the gummies and it could be thc like because you just said you had all this stint with thc but you really found something that worked. I mean, that took us three years to create. There's a lot of different things in that. It's Catechin, Backlin, Boswellia, Curcumin. It's got CBG, which you explained. Uh, you know, it's got CBC a little bit. It's got full spectrum and it's got a little bit of THC. But, but what I mean is, is, is that, but, but under the legal amount, because, you know, um, but, but all derived from hemp. But what I mean is, is, is that it's a perfect, it's just a perfect combination. And, and to hear it from somebody that has been dealing with a lot, I had no idea about what the incontinence and all. I had no idea. I didn't, I didn't realize. I thought you were just in severe pain, you know, just from, I mean, if you've been, no, no, of course. If you think about it too, like, I mean, most people don't even think about that. They think, you know, wheelchair, you have pain, like physical pain, but like, first of all, it's like embarrassing to like go out somewhere and then you fucking piss your pants and you're like, God, now I have to like go home and start all over again or whatever. But like, it's part of, it's definitely part of my life. It's part of anybody's life that has a spinal cord injury, you know, that loses that function. And, um, you know, to be able to know that, Hey, like this could help substantially and maybe change my life. Then I mean, like I said, I've already like shared this product with a lot of a couple other people and I, I've gotten a little feedback and people have like one gentleman told me like this really helped with his um, 
is neuropathic pain, which I don't struggle from a lot, but neuropathic pain, if you don't know, it's just like, it's burning, it's tingling, it's in your, it, you know, it's in your limbs that, you know, that used to work that don't work anymore. And people, or it's this horrible itch that you just can never scratch and it just will never go away. And so when, you know, somebody like my friend Mike told me that I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. This is good. Cause he's taking meds and he's like, I don't want to take pains. I don't want to take these painkillers anymore. It's, kill my stomach it's killing my liver my kidneys like everything has to work so much harder to process all that shit i mean could could you have said it any better like honestly like we try to we try to tell people this and that you've got to learn and understand people get educated it's not just you know why are people using cannabis it's not to get high all the time it's there's a lot of other benefits but the fact is is that these other things that you're not taking that are not related to cannabis, like NSAIDs, Advil, Tylenol. You just heard, Caitlin. I mean, your body is working so much harder. The, the side effects that come with it. Think of an alternative, a natural alternative you could be taking that wouldn't have any of those side effects. I mean, yeah. there's so many people die of NSAID related deaths every year, which are just ulcerations of the stomach. Oh, I have a stomach ulcer. Well, well what, you know. Oh, well, so just really quick. So like we have quad rugby guys, these quad rugby guys. Um, so quad is, is they, you know, have limited hand. So they play the sport. And so I know uh, like when I was going to, like, I remember going to Paralympics and I was hanging out with them and they were just popping like ibuprofens. I'm like, why do you guys pop so much ibuprofen? And he goes, one guy, they both go to me. Well, it helps us. It, it doesn't make our bladder spasm. It like takes away that, um, kind of like what I was saying about what it did for me. And I was like, really? yeah. and they're like, yeah. And I'm now this guy lost his kidney. Like this is 20 years ago. And this guy that told me this, oh. about, he was popping all these um, ibuprofens is now like down a kidney. Like oh. imagine if he was, you know, taking pure well or, you know, taking a gummy, it could have been a different story. Right. No, I mean, this is, but this is what people need. Cause I think you said it too. You don't think like we don't not being like, I don't really understand. Like you can empathize, empathize with somebody, but you can't truly understand the, the shoes that they fill or they walk in. Right. That's what they say. But the truth is, is I had no idea about that other part of it. Yeah. You know, I, you know, we don't think about these things, but everybody has their story, right? Like there's all these different things that people are dealing with. Could be mental health, could be physical health, could be things every single day. And there's so many uses for cannabis in so many ways. So, um, but that is interesting. And, and one thing, you know, you're talking about, uh, Rugby, Caitlin, we were together with Pete and she started telling us about, well, first of all, well, let, let, let's go back to this really back for the tennis wheelchair tennis. I mean, everybody knows how hard tennis is by itself. <laughs> I mean, the moving around, the endurance, everything. So, and, and think about it, you're in a wheelchair, right? So you have your two hands that you're using. You have a racket, Always right? And, and, but I asked her, she goes, no, it's actually always in my hand. And, um, and it's, so that's amazing. Now the wheels are slanted. Yep. So that, that does help a little bit, but I mean, it doesn't, I mean, you're still using, you know, you're still in a wheelchair. I mean, this yeah. is not, so Caitlin goes, Oh, you think that's crazy. I'm going to show you crazy. There's, there's wheelchair football. And I was like, I got to see this. Yeah. And the Caitlin, you got to explain this to the people. Can you, I mean, it's crazy. 
So um, at the where I work, Ability360, um, we started a wheelchair football team, and there's a whole f- wheelchair football league, um, and they're all sponsored by the NFL team. So like our team is Arizona Cardinals, obviously, right? There's Green Bay right, Packers, awesome. there's um, the Buccaneers. I mean, there's a bunch of them. So. That's really cool. That's cool in itself, though. Let's let's that just the fact that they support that and everything. I mean, that's pretty cool. That so in general, they're really trying to grow it. The cool thing about this year is the Super Bowl is going to be here in Arizona, so um, we're going to be able to do some exhibitions um, right here in the state, and you know, our team will be our, our team will be number one. But uh, we there we go, there we go. Guys, these guys, um, I, I believe it's really too touch, but um, it's not too touch. These guys push each other down they tackle each other like people got busted elbows big like this um they're jumping out of their wheelchair she sends us a video we're watching this video this guy jumps out of his wheelchair to tackle a guy like it is crazy like no, right, exactly. And then, and now she's saying rugby, and yeah. you know how crazy rugby is. So, and that's even because you, you know, at least with football, you're holding the ball or you're throwing or catching it. Rugby, you know, you're running, but only a certain amount. Then you have to either bounce it, kick it, you know, like how rugby played. And then the way they play with how they. They stack everybody together and block. I mean, I'm just saying, this is just amazing. People out there, if you're listening, you need to Google wheelchair football and you need to Google wheelchair rugby. And then you also just really need to Google wheelchair tennis because it's kind of insane and it's really hard to explain. Um, I always tell people just Google it because it's hard to explain like how it manipulates and how the chair works. And it's pretty, it's awesome. But to us, you know, like us wheelchair athletes, like it's just second nature. But if you're not in a chair and you're on the outside, you're like, holy shit, like how do they do that? How yeah, do they move in the chair and get there and catch the ball? And like, it's insane. It is because we don't, again, like you said, you're not used to it. And our, we're not, I mean, listen, that takes a special person because there's a lot to think about. Yeah. Most people get trouble getting out of a chair. They, <laughs> I see people coming out of a restaurant. I go, wait, are they, are they safe to get in that chair? Like oh, just no. a regular chair? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then they go, exactly. So, you know, well, obviously check out Caitlin, uh, you know, if you're going to check out anything because yeah. she's one of the best that's ever done it. So you definitely want to check her out and Google everything she does in tennis as well. And wait, and is this right? You have a, a yogurt stand? Or a yogurt? Please talk to me about okay, this because this so, seems with the cannabis. Cannabis inspired this. I feel like <laughs> I really wish. I really do wish we still had our yogurt shop. So Greg okay. and I, uh, we don't have it anymore. It was in Flagstaff, but we used to have a self-serve frozen yogurt shop, and it was right by, right next to NAU, which is Northern Arizona University. So we had a ton of college kids coming in. It's you know those places where you go and you get your yogurt and you fill it, fill up with whatever, and then you weigh it. Um, yeah. I, you know, there was talk kind of at the end, we were talking about like some alcohol infused, um, right. you know, cannabis infused, CBD infused. That would have been the next level. Unfortunately, we got rid of the business and we got out of it. But uh, yeah, that, it would have been cool. To... Uh, flavor of choice of you, for you. Wait, what was that? What was your Oh, my favorite flavor? Ooh, um, 
we made a really good vanilla that I just standed by 24. I just loved our vanilla. And then um, we had a toasted marshmallow. That was one of my favorites. But the coolest part about our shop was that um, our customers, like they picked the music, they picked the flavors. If people wanted to come back in the kitchen and make a flavor, we'd invite like one guy and gal, they did a date and they, they had a date at, a, at, our, at our yogurt shop and they made their own flavor for their anniversary. It was super cool. So um, we, we loved it. I mean, whatever topping you wanted, if you asked for it, we went and got it. So we really, um, we were, you know, we, we went far above and beyond for our customers and um, it was a lot of fun. It was a. Short- I just you just have your hand in a lot of things. I mean, oh, it's great. You know, and then I, uh, there's, you know, uh, I guess you work on a nonprofit called Over the Rainbow. Yeah, no, right. not anymore. No, um, no could do that anymore. No, okay. that was a while. This ago. is old news. I'm, I'm news. pulling up all old news. I'm pulling up all this old news. I'm so um, sorry. You still did it, which is cool. No, I mean, not, was, yeah, you know. Um, we, we helped sponsor with the yogurt shop. We worked with them. Um, they had a butterfly garden in Flagstaff, which was really cool. And, um, I worked with them a little bit there. All the proceeds went to kids with special needs. And so I was on their board for a little bit and, um, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun, uh, fun time. Well, this, I do know that this cannot, this is timeless, but, um, you know, you've worked with a couple, you know, NFL legends, you know, you're in that. Obviously, you were in cannabis and athletics conference that we saw you at, but um, you know, advocates like Marvin Washington, Ricky Williams, Jake Plummer, Jim McMahon. Um, what do you think about you know? Because you're 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 you know talking to a lot of athletes. I mean, we 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 try to talk to people. You're obviously much more in it. What is their whole thought on cannabis and? the avocation of it and, 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 you know, what are they saying or what do they feel that cannabis plays a part in their lives or, or how it should be in the leagues that they play in? Well, from, you know, my talks with them, um, really, really, I just want to plug athletes for care really quick. Um, they were basically the organization that helped me get, um, a TUE, which is a therapeutic use exemption form, um, to compete, um, to compete uh, because obviously cannabis is, is illegal in your system. So if I would get drug tested, I would show up positive and then I, that would be really bad. So I reached out to athletes for care. They were able to get me in touch with a doctor um, who was able to write, write um, a TUE for me. And then I submitted that to the world anti-doping association and USADA. And when I got the bat, when I got it back, I could not believe that I got approved. Um, because nobody, not a lot of people do this and not a lot of people know about it, but if you have a neurological disorder, um, you can get a TUE for, uh, medical marijuana and still compete. So um, now compete in, now you're talking about in the Olympics. Are you talking about the Paralympics? Are you talking about in just, is that what you're referring to specifically, right? Yeah. I'm specifically talking about the Olympics and the Paralympics as well as like any international competitions that I was going to. Um, I mean, come on, come on people. Like I wouldn't get in a boat and smoke a bunch of pot and then go paddle. That's really stupid. Um, so like, obviously I know a lot of these athletes like myself are using medical cannabis to help recover, to help um, get over in like just recovery in between, you know, training sessions. Like I found that if I, you know, ate a gummy in between a session, like my body was just a little bit more relaxed and I was able to like go to sleep. And the only time your body really is able to recover is when you're sleeping. Right. So, um, that's, that was a big reason. I know a lot of these players are big NFL players and hockey players are really fighting for this 
but here's the other side of the of the coin that I think is a little bit hard is um, even myself like I was really scared to come out and tell people that um, I use cannabis because I'm an athlete I'm a Paralympic athlete people look up to me um, I'm a mentor like I have I teach kids and I was really really scared and afraid um, people are gonna think I'm a pothead or they're gonna get a different opinion about me um, and as an athlete like I think too like you just you don't want you wouldn't, you know, you were worried about your reputation. So, um, I once actually my first post ever on Instagram or on social media was after I went to the cannabis and sports conference. And that was my first time really saying like, and coming out and saying that I used this and guys, I can't believe the feedback. So many other people, so many other athletes reached out to me, like DM me personally, like, Hey, what, how do I get a TUE? I can't believe this is allowed. Nobody told me this. Like, I've been wanting to do this for so long, but I just wanted to stay in my sport and I was going to wait till I was done. And I was like, you don't have to, like, it's out there. You can get a TUE for your condition and you can use cannabis. And, um, like there's just, I just was so taken aback that how many people actually supported it versus nobody, nobody even said anything negative. I have to be honest with you. I am so glad that we, we brought this up, that you brought this up because this is huge of what we were talking about. When I heard this at that convention, I was like, that is amazing. Um, but people need to know about this. And that's so amazing that, you know, you're talking about athletes hitting you up and everything that they don't even know this is available. And that's why education is so important. But, yeah. but in fairness, how would you know? Right. Like, how would you go and research this when you your mind goes, oh, this is not going to be allowed. How, how could I even, you know, so I think that's what stopped people from really trying to search. And yeah, we should definitely try to help get the word out about this because it's, um, it's that negative. It's just the stigma. It's we need to change the way people think and like actually kind of leaving and rolling away from the conference. Like we use some new terms like um, elevated or what was this other one? I can't remember we said, but like being elevated or um, shoot. Um, enhancement, like enhancing, um, like I feel like if we can change the language just a little bit, and then I feel like people are going to be more open to like, oh, I want to enhance my brain, I want to enhance my body, oh, I want to feel elevated, like maybe that, maybe that's better than saying I'm high or I'm a pot, right? Because that's just kind of well, of course, um, right? And I think it was you speaks volumes that you said, look, I didn't want to even tell people that I use cannabis because they might judge me. And, and it's such an unfortunate thing when here you go saying, well, or at least the way I would look at it, because, you know, well, screw with what they think. It's helping me with everything in my life. If they want to judge me for something that truly like you have never lived in my in my shoes yeah. for one moment yeah. to know what it would feel like. And if this is the only thing that helps me and I've tried everything else, well, then screw you for judging me. Yeah. And I think that but. I know you can't, but you want to, want to and yeah. maybe I said it for you, but I, I but, but, it, but it's true. And that's kind of why I did that because th me being as loud and boisterous as I was, I probably would have said that. And I know that I shouldn't always talk like this, but, but come on people, you have to look at things from all points of views. And, 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 and why are we saying that it's a dirty word to begin with? When it's been around since the beginning of time yeah. and it's helped so many people, millions, billions probably at this point. And um, come on, we got to get educated here, people. Yeah. It's helping way too many people to, to, to even think that this is a bad word anymore. Yeah. 
It's a plant. I mean, people are forgetting. We're talking about a plant here, you know? The, the, everything yeah. you look outside, what yeah. are you going to see? Plants, right? And you want to have a giant argument on what's good and bad for you? Meanwhile, we're going to go to a giant plant, and when I say plant, they're going to take a big metal processing plant and then pump out something and go, here, this is what you should be doing. This, I'm telling you, is better for you. Right. Absurd. And and you know what we were talking about? Like all these different things that people use, and that's completely fine. You know? Like, no problem. Oh, you know, no problem. All, all those drug commercials, um, I mean, do you ever listen to like, oh, this one is going to cause, you know, you might lose your face and then you're going to lose your arm and then you might die. And like, all these things are like very quietly. She's saying it in the background, but like, oh, it's okay. My doctor prescribed it to me. I'm going to take it. Right. Because, well, we know why, right? Because yeah, sometimes they just have a lot more pull and everything and, and things that really... And yep, Money. that's it. And uh, both green, both green, but uh, but but different in so many ways. But no, and it, I say it all the time. It's just you've got to understand what you have out there at your disposal naturally, and try that. Now, it might not work for you. More nine times out of ten, probably will work help for you. But it look, there is a possibility. Then go to the other steps. But the fact that so many people that come on our show go, I've tried all this, it didn't work for me, and I have this A, B, and C, you know, side effect, or or this happened, or a friend that lost his kidney, or you know, instead of going, well, let me try the plant first. And then if that doesn't work, I can move on. Yeah. And let's not just talk about plants. I mean, we're talking about eating better, yeah. putting more natural things in your body. Um, could be even mushrooms. And, and I don't mean psychedelic mushrooms. could be just regular mushrooms. Yeah. We're working on something right now that is a, mun- a mushroom complex because, you know, uh, this is another way to do it along with cannabis. So we're not just saying these things, but just be much more natural on what, you're putting in your body or knowing what you're putting in your body and look how many people that it's helping. So, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, there's really, how, how do we follow that? I mean, that, that was probably, that was amazing. I, mean, I don't know. You, how do we follow I don't know. That? Just everybody try some pure well. I'm serious. <laughs> try it. I mean, I'm serious. that's just a good way to start following then, up. I mean, Caitlin, how can we, how can anybody start supporting you and, and where would you like oh, to look um, follow you at? Just you can support me. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at K-V-E-R-F. I'm on Facebook. Um, I have a website, but I need to update it. It's Um And or also check out Ability360. Um, my Our organization that I work for, this nonprofit, we serve a lot of really really cool people and um i get to change a lot of people's lives every day and um you know we 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 really run a lot on donations and a lot of our programs are we have a lot of big donors that help make those programs happen so please check out ability360.org and what was that one uh the one that supported you that talked to you about getting your um also yeah athletes for care as well um so yeah Athletes, any athletes Riley. out there listening that want to get competitive and um, want to be able to use cannabis, there's there's an option. You can get a TUE. So. Do you have any competitions coming up, competitions coming um, up soon? Any I, matches I we need to tune into? Uh, so actually, I had shoulder surgery um, I uh, six months ago, actually. But in Tokyo, I tore my rotator cuff like four days before I raced. Oh, my gosh. 
Wow, four days before your race, all that training, and then you go in. Oh, that's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. No, I'm still recovering. Um, you know, I'm kind of more in a coaching role now, and um, I don't, I don't know if I'll. I might be kind of retiring. I'm kind of. Um, I really want to try to do some other stuff and uh, get more into the outdoor realm and um, do some more like mountain biking and like I love kayaking and stuff like that. But um, actually, really you know awesome. what? after you know, I have been. Um, I have been motivated actually, or maybe what's the word? I can't think of the right word right now, but as we were going down the, the Grand Canyon, down the Colorado river, there were these guys in their little kayaks and the toy kayaks where they flip. And, um, you know, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of would think it'd be really cool to like be able to do a stent of the river and do it in a, and oh, have yeah. a toy boat. And I would love to, I'm thinking more like outdoor adventure, like extreme stuff is kind of what I want to do next. So. Oh my God. That sounds awesome. Oh Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's right that's up my alley. That's for sure. <laughs> the, um, well, at least no, we'll get some yeah. of that recovery. Will you yeah. Take and, and, and I liked her. It's a good farewell. I mean, I love that. No. And honestly, I didn't even tell you this, but like, um, when I was take like taking the, the, uh, pure well, the gummies, that really helped with my shoulder pain. Uh, I also felt like I had way more range of motion and I wasn't like stretching it as far back, maybe just because everything was loose, but like um, I don't really helped with my shoulder a lot. And I, I, I got to try some topicals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, can anybody else can try that at purewell.com. That's P U R W E L L.com. And you can use the code HEMPIRE for 20% off. That's H-E-M-P-I-R-E. So I want to thank you again, Caitlin. Everybody go ahead and support her on Instagram. And, uh, you know, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Cannabis Radio, and anywhere else you get your uh, podcasts and listen to. Uh, share, like, subscribe. We appreciate the time. And in between that and the next episode, get educated. I like that. Thank you, everybody. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.